You're ready to be premature <laughs> all over again. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick, reset, yeah. quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. A jizz. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn it, you're killing me. <laughs> My SEAL Team 6 with the SEAL Team 12. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The thought you'd get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is another week here in the uh, Spirited Debate Studios. The four horsemen are in the house, and we've got a good one for you today. Excited that everybody's finally here. It's been a hell of a week. Uh, I've missed you guys. Love to see your shining faces. Thank you so much for being here. How's Aww. everybody doing? Oh, miss you too, buddy. Doing good. Did you? Uh, yeah, it, it, it's been an interesting week. I'm glad we were finally able to get together. We we tried this a few times, but here we are finally, uh, and we will see if we can knock this out without incident. So, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and go around the room. Let's get our drinks out of the way. We'll jump into our episode. You know, we're not about wasting time here, right? Right? Or or do aren't we, we though? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> In this particular instance, let's go ahead and get our drinks out of the way and let's jump into our our topic. So uh, I will go first. I was trying to find something that different. Let's just say that different. But what I did do is I reinstituted this little gem, and I brought the punch bowl back because it has been a minute since the punch That's bowl good. has seen has seen True. any action. It's been a week then, apparently. <laughs> it has been a week. So in this currently is obviously cut up apple and some cinnamon sticks. And then it is orange and cinnamon syrup, which I made. It is dry white wine, lemon juice, and apple brandy. And then with that is paired this, and it is just your basic lager. And it's yingling. Mm, America's oldest brewery. Yeah, and it is supposed to be called the strong ale punch. And you're supposed to make it in bulk, Obviously, okay. I'm not, but I am mm-hmm. making it in the fishbowl. So that is what I'm doing. And it's basically just the the yingling and then the- some apple brandy, some lemon juice, and then some orange and apple or orange and cinnamon simple syrup, which I made. It doesn't make quite the presentation. Yeah. Especially when the glass is as big as your head. Did you freeze up, or are you still drinking? I was going to say, uh, chug, <laughs> chug, chug, chug. It's been one week. Let me tell you, it's been a hell of a week. That's actually pretty good. I would probably go with more of the uh, apple brandy. <clears throat> I'm not a big yingling fan. Anybody here a yingling fan? I, nope. I mean, yeah. it's it's a... Well, it's she a don't really drink beer, so... But, you know, in truth, what Thor's not telling you all is it has nothing to do with work. It's DMZ that's driving <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. We'll get to it another day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, the Yingling Strong Ale Punch. That is what I am doing. So that is my drink for today. Uh, looking forward to just polishing that off, maybe doing a second one. So, Grinch, what about you, brother? I'm you- drinking, yes, a transfusion. Uh, uh, blood transfusion. So... Um, it's uh this it's one of Owens's pre-made mix, but it's uh it's grape juice, ginger ale, and you just add the vodka, crack the little 
can open. But he's uh, 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 but, but it's, why, why are you going but, to premades, man? Max rubbing off on you because he's a smart because man. Because here's what's crazy: <laughs> we were in Ace Hardware. This was on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> at our local ace hardware and i i was like i think i just got the answer to what i'm having tomorrow what's and in so, that ginger ale what grape juice ginger ale and vodka now I, like a transfusion is a drink that you can make and there's some you know twists and different takes on it but at the end of the day it is a vodka based drink i'm sorry what's in that can those grape three things and ginger ale and then you no 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 we're in an ABC state. That's why I was wondering, because then you just said you rolled into vodka, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, that's what I was trying to clarify. It's only ginger ale and grape juice in that can. You add this, the liquor. Okay, I'm sorry. And, and that's I, where, when I asked the first time, and you rattled all three off, I'm like, wait, how can they put that in a fucking AB, or in a it, Ace Hardware? And I'm not a vodka guy, but I ended up with a bottle of vodka, because there was a cooler at work that I got tired of people not cleaning. So I cleaned it and I was like, this is my fucking fee. I'm taking this bottle. (laughs) (laughs) So for anybody I work with, I may have your bottle and I don't care. Your OCD just paid off. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't have this cooler not clean. There you go. All right. Uh, Interesting. And Ace Hardware, is it good? It's fine. It's It's a rousing endorsement. (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't like win out over like, oh my God, the flavor's bursting and all that. It's fine. Okay. Well, there you go, though. But I mean, yeah. Ace Hardware, you can't go wrong. My wife bought yeah. like fucking pretzels in Ace Hardware one time that were really good. Yeah, they sell Squatch soap as well and yeah. Duke soap. I love and... their commercials. Dr. Yeah. Squatch's soap. Love their commercials. Uh, yeah. All right, Haas, what about you, brother? I know it's been a long week for you. Uh, what are you drinking today? Or drinking, drinking water. 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 In, in the form of water. Ice. In, the, in the form of uh, botanist gin and tonic water. I mean, it's water, I guess. Water is yeah, in there somewhere. It's water with some some gin. There you go. That's you know, it. your body knows it's not water, despite you saying that out it's loud. Water, right? It's water. <laughs> I feel hydrated. <laughs> Convincing himself it's water. There you go. Botanist and tonic waters. Easy. You mm-hmm. do like your gin even in the summertime or in the wintertime. Winter I do. Time. Well, I, do. I mean, shit. This past week, it was like in the 60s. That's fine. Yeah, well, it's not in the 60s today. So no, it's gloomy and shitty. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I told Grinch earlier today it's fucking dreary, overcast, and windy here. Yeah, but it's not uh, cold, dreary, overcast. Uh, not cold. You're right. You're right. All right, Mac, mouth of the south. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking a uh, Kentucky Buck again. I rolled back to it because uh <laughs> I had some Owens. Uh, pre-made, uh, well, not really pre-made because it's just, you know, ginger beer with uh, lime in it, uh, left over from uh, my last visit to Florida. Okay. So I figured I should probably, you know, start using those up. So I paired that just with the uh, the Bib and Tucker six-year that I bought, um, put it in my copper mug. So Ooh. I got to use a lot of stuff this time. There you go. <laughs> so proud of you with the copper cup. And that's pretty damn good. Would you have said I will otherwise? say the... Uh, yeah, I would have said otherwise oh. if it tastes like shit. So Bib and Tucker fan. <laughs> the Bib and Tucker is really good. I've actually given it uh some of our neighbors came over and hung out for a little bit and we broke it open originally and let them try it. And they they really enjoyed it too. So okay. um yeah, I would definitely buy that again. So everybody on this show has had Bib and Tucker now. Everybody yes, on this show I think it's good. Everybody on this show has had blends. And the review that I was shown when my wife bought me the, my first bottle of it was it was a perfect substitute for 
Blands. If you couldn't get Blands because of the price point or, you know, so do we think that's an accurate review? And it would be a a, a solid substitute. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that assessment. And and probably more readily available, as you you mentioned. Well, even you guys up there, it was in the ABC store. It was in the Greensboro ABC store. Yeah. I walked in, they had, you know, several bottles of it, you know. And they're not going to charge you 120 bucks for it. Yeah, and I haven't gotten my call from the uh, the ABC lottery yet, so hmm. fingers still crossed on that one. When does that end, well, or when does that happen? Well, they, they wrapped up on Friday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday of last week, um, and then you know I don't know how long it takes for them to close up, draw the winners, and start calling gotcha. people. So, but you're expecting I'm guessing at some point any day. Yeah, I'm guessing at some point I'll just realize that okay, well, I just didn't get called. So it's like that job you applied for, you never get. They don't contact you to say thanks. We're going another mm-hmm. way. You just, yeah. You never hear from him. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, we, we got to keep our eyes out for the bourbon that's getting shot into space, you know. Oh, absolutely. Shit, and then the uh, what was what was the name of the brand of the bourbon with the vanilla infused smoke? I meant to look for that yesterday. And I couldn't remember the damn name. I didn't have my phone. Uh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that's the one. And I that's think the you, one you wrote. Yeah, you said I'm going to get a bottle. I'm going to get that. <laughs> no, I was talking about the one uh, going into space. space. Oh, OK. Look, you know, I'm going to be 100% Mac, honest. Um, I can't keep up with you space. motherfuckers sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, I know Haas sent out that message and it was only two messages later where you're like, uh, one o'clock's good. And I'm like, clearly well, you missed. The I'm going to be 100% honest. I went back and saw that. I was well asleep when when I sent that message. Oh, gotcha. So um, it's cool. At your age, you gotta you gotta hit the sack early. I get yeah, the it. one for space is called Galactic. Um, the one that has the oh shit, I think I did see this. Yeah, Virgil Kane. Yes, Virgil Kane's. Yep, vanilla, vanilla infused, infused smoke. Yep. I did see that bottle. I didn't and you try didn't that. get it. Well, there's also one called I think it's called like Mary's Tears. <laughs> M-A-R-I and it's made with ghost pepper. Oh, but it, oh no. Does it yes. give the re- yes. it's not the original? Yes. Maybe it gives <laughs> the, the Reaper re- a run for its money. Uh, well, somebody needs to confirm or deny that yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, well, right. Send me, send send me the name. I'll go find it. Okay. And try okay. it. Uh all right, gentlemen. Obviously, we we need to go ahead and start this off. So cheers. Thank you everybody for being here. Like I said at the outset, cheers. it's just gonna shit week. All right. So we we have a bit of housekeeping for our listeners that we need to get out of the way. So today is, no, we do. Do we? So uh, today is a day like any other day here in January. And we did, um, we weren't successful, but we did try a new year's challenge last year. Thanks Grinch for that. And we decided, I'm not sure why or how, but we decided we were going to do this again. And here we are at the beginning of January. And uh, we needed to kind of define some parameters for our challenge this year. I think, Grinch, you sent out, I'm not drinking again until something. Until we record next time. (laughs) (laughs) This is on you all. I'm I'm fairly confident he said he was not drinking again until he had saved enough money for that next tattoo. tattoo. Yes, that is what I said. Now, is it a small tattoo? Is it? I mean, how much do you need to save? Because that's obviously going to be important. Okay, okay. That's important criteria. Yep. So yep. not, not, I'm not drinking until I get down to my ideal fuck weight. <laughs> it's, it's until I can well, save up for this tattoo. Whatever weight you're at right now is your ideal fuck <laughs> weight. Fuck <laughs> Let's be honest yeah. here, right? Okay. Um, no, that. I, what's I, your problem is? Well, it's, you know, and we've talked about this. You need motivation. You need somebody to hold you accountable. And so, you know, when I mentioned to my wife, I want to lose weight. She goes, well, if you get down to X, Y, Z, 
then we'll have sex again. And I'm like, that that's motivation. <laughs> yeah, so you need to figure out how to run your house a little better. <laughs> I run mine about as well as you run yours. Fair enough. Okay. So what you're saying is you're tinkering with the scales? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, add, so, add five pounds to to the scale of the women's locker room. That's it. <laughs> so as we as we you know said when we talked about our New Year's when we did our New Year's Eve recording that you know we did want to do it again, but we needed to kind of set some parameters because last year we all set parameters that were kind of identical to each other. Maybe that works, maybe it doesn't. What works for Grinch won't necessarily work for me because Grinch is a runner. He ran once last year. I ran mm-hmm. no times, mm-hmm. so he's a runner and I'm not. Clearly, mm-hmm. Haas lifts weight. Head yeah, Haas, out in He's all about going to the fucking gym. Mac, I, I, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, so I, I thought I'm playing like pickleball Mac, this Mac. year. Ooh, pickleball. pickleball. That's right. Okay. Is that a bedroom not thing? To be, not to be confused with hide the pickle. I mean, pickleball. Thor, I, I really think the shake weight is, is where you're at. That's, that's <laughs> where a game you can win. That's right. While hula hooping. That's right. That's right. So yes. <laughs> this time I thought everybody should set their own parameters and decide how they want to approach this. And maybe that will make it more successful. So... I am, of course, I'm not deviating from what I did last year because that's where I still, I need to get down in terms of my weight. I need to drop 50 pounds. So that is still, I'm I'm all about the weight loss aspect, hitting that very specific target weight. So that's going to be my thing this year. It's going to be another 50 and we'll, we'll see how fast if I vacillate, but that's what I'm going to do. So I don't know what you gentlemen may approach this. Haas, I know you talked about BMI, like your body mass. That was important to you. Weight, yes, but you wanted to be at a very specific BMI. Yep, that's true. I don't know in terms of tr- trackability, if that's a word, like how you track that. Uh, if if you have a scale or if you ha- if you go to the doctor and they're going to tell you. Yeah, I've ordered a scale. It should be waiting on me when I get back. And so you'll uh, use that as a tool. Yep. Okay. Um, so it's not so much that you're trying to hit a specific weight number as much as you want a specific BMI number. I mean, yes. I mean, obviously, I want the weight to go down, but the problem is, is with lifting weights, it's not a fair um, barometer right. to what I'm doing because muscle weighs three times more than fat. So if I'm building muscle, which I want to be doing, um, watching the scale from a weight perspective is it actually it's a mistake. Ac- it's, well, it's not a mistake per se. It's just not necessarily accurate to what I'm trying to accomplish. Gotcha. Okay. So, so, and again, you know, decide what you, what that very specific number is for you or however you want to do it, just send it to me and I'll put it on a list. And that way we're having, I'm tracking it as a group. And that way there's some accountability. <clears throat> Grinch, what about you, brother? You want to run twice this year. That's your goal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to get back in the gym and there is a new gym being built that's in between here and work. Um, but yeah, I still just got a couple of medical things. I got to figure out where I stand, one of which is happening tomorrow. <clears throat> and then that'll inform kind of where I, what I, sh- I what I can do. Maybe that's the best okay. way to say that. And so once that occurs, you'll make some decisions about how you want to approach things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just let us know. And again, it's not, <clears throat> it's not, we need to know today. Uh, I want the journey and, and Haas, I think you said it best when I was there visiting at Christmas was. My journey is not your journey. You know, the way I do things isn't going to be the way everybody does things and so on and so forth. So I want to see what works for everybody. Last year was kind of our benchmark. We all did the same, th- maybe didn't approach it the same way, but we said, okay, it's going to be a weight number. So this year, if it's different, that's fine. Grinch, if you're like, I want to run 10 times this year. Great. I don't give a shit. 
you know, if that helps you. <clears throat> All right, Mac, what about you, brother? Uh, for, for me, it's, it's with the weight again, right? That, that's still going to be my goal. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that target goal is just yet. Um, and, and I have a feeling I'm going to make it a sliding goal. Um, five so, pounds. Then maybe well, 10. It, yeah. Right. Because it, you know, I think if you come out of the gate, it, you know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, you're eventually going to plateau like we all did last year. And then you're going to get, you know, de, you know, demotivated and depressed and, you know, that leads to, you know, other problems. So it'll probably be, you know, a, a sliding goal for the rest of the year. Okay. And that works. Just let me know. And and for mm-hmm. our listeners at home, we are doing this again. If you'd like to follow us, we'd love for you to do that. Feel free to do your own little challenge at home. Uh, this is just one of many check-ins that we'll do. And this is just kind of jump us off. We started kind of day one, January 1st last year, and we see how that went. Maybe doing it mid-January, starting kind of slow rolling, not feeling like we got to come out of the gate running. Maybe that'll help. Maybe it won't. I honestly don't know. I don't want to get to March and have lost another 27 pounds and then backslide for the next fucking eight months, which is ultimately what I did. So that didn't help. Uh, so there we go. We're going to be doing another New Year's challenge in 2023. We'll see how it all plays out. Feel free to listen and and follow us throughout the year. All right. So let's jump into our episode. Our episode is, what's our episode, gents? Oh, yeah. Cancel culture. Is that even what they call this? I don't think it's really well, cancel right? culture. Television no. cancel culture? Maybe. Um so I, I recently watched a show, and I don't know if anybody else has watched it. It's called 1899 on Netflix, and it's actually a really good show. It's interesting. It's thought-provoking. And then I found out season two is not going to be made. It got canceled. Uh, Grinch, you then sent out an article about Netflix. I can actually tell you what the name is here. Uh, Warrior <clears throat> Nun, I think. No. Well, no. He sent out an article. That- yeah, that was the basis for this, this discussion. Yeah, Netflix has created a self-fulfilling cancellation oh, yeah. loop with its new shows. And and it's interesting because my my daughter had mentioned this to me. When we watched 1899, we were into it. And she's like, you know, this show's been canceled. And we're like, huh? You know, now we've gotten invested. And she's like, yeah, yeah, they're not doing a second season. Well, then naturally, if they don't wrap up everything in a nice, neat little package, you get to the end of season one, you're like, well, this sucks. But then you're invested. So we went ahead and watched it anyway. But they did cancel it. And now, I guess this has become kind of a pervasive thing with Netflix. And they are canceling shows. Haas, I think you mentioned Warrior Nun. I've never seen it. I know you said you're a fan of it. Yeah. Uh, that's not getting renewed. I just found out they've canceled Stranger Things. The Duffer Brothers said, that's done. They will not be continuing that. Well, but I, I kind of got the impression that that, that, had been made a, that decision had been made a while back. That, that the next season was supposed to be the final season. Well, apparently, though, I guess there were they were in talks that it was not going to be renewed, so they decided to wrap it up in season five. Now, whether or not that's right. accurate or not, I guess it depends on the source you go to. But I was surprised because I thought that was kind of their one of their flagship shows, and I well, was like, "Oh, it got canceled." Yeah, but, but it, go ahead. I, I mean, I felt the same way about Mike Flanagan leaving Netflix. I mean, they had all his <laughs> shows together, and they called it the Flaniverse. Yeah, you know, but. But after one season of Midnight Club, they said they're not renewing it, which they make they seem seem to make these decisions really fast, right. which we'll discuss. Yeah, based on what metrics too, right? Though, <laughs> but I mean, like Flanagan had been kind of a bell cow for them, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like he had earned. Like this is me on the outside looking in, saying I felt like he had earned credibility to be worth maybe another shot and instead they just said no and he's like well fuck it i'm out you know and head i think he's headed over to amazon and i'm sure he'll pay dividends for amazon 
you know, if, if Netflix has been an indication about the shows he's done. Um, well, it's yeah. just, it's, it's perplexing because some of these shows do really, really well. And then there's really no communication as to why it's just, they're not renewing it. Right. And I get that there, there's a lot of streaming services and opportunities for people in the industry to work and make quality programming. But how frustrating does it have to be to like you, 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 you get settled in thinking, all right, cool. I got a steady gig. And then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. We're one and done. See ya. It just, I I don't, I don't understand the thought process behind that. And I think it's quite clear that, that, you know, we're not looking at 22 episode seasons for the most part anymore. Like you got with, you know, network TV, right. You know, back in the day, you're looking at, you know, I mean, a long season's 10 episodes now. And, you know, it takes a while for some of these shows to, to kind of find their footing. Um, and, you know, I think it's quite clear they don't have that time anymore. Right. If you don't come out of the gate, you know, swinging in the first couple episodes and hook a big audience, there isn't like there clearly isn't a second season. You know, they are not going to invest the money in it to, yeah. to move forward. Well, and and the thing, I mean, back to the title of the article, the thing that starts to really piss you off is one, the, the to your to your point, Mac, the creative team goes into it with no certainty that anything might follow. And so they have to kind of hedge of like. It needs to be complete slash remain open-ended. So we've got the possibility. Um, And then as a viewer, if I know literally everybody's heads on a chopping block and it could happen at any time, and I'll use 1899 as example, who, oh, by the way, is on the splash page, the, the rotational splash page. And I'm like, how is this still on the splash page when you fucking canceled it or you're not continuing it? I don't, I don't get that. Like you're 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 killing the show like in front of my eyes, and that's yeah, and that's why that Barry video about the algorithm and the taste clusters taste is clusters. so damn funny to me. <laughs> right? She's like, it's been twelve hours. You right? Know? How the fuck do you even have any statistics to make this decision? Exactly. Uh, obviously, and and I don't know. Uh, you know, fifty percent of us, Haas. I know you and I. Famously, one of the most uh, famous canceled shows in the early two thousands was Firefly. Yep. And one of the connections they make in this article, if you read the article Grinch, you know, it sent out this self-fulfilling cancellation, they even reference it and talk about the difference being on network television. If a show got canceled, you weren't going to just uh, blindly stumble across it on TV, where on Netflix, they tend to leave them up so you can, you know, people will jump in and watch them. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know when the article was written that my daughter referenced about 1899, but it had already been out by the time I came across 1899. It wasn't, you know, and because those shows get left there, you might stumble across them. You might fall in love with them. And then suddenly you're going, when's this coming out? When's this coming out? And then you see something going, oh, it's canceled. And you're like, that's like uh, Netflix had a show, um, Jupiter's Jupiter's Legacy, I think. Yes. The superhero right. something. Yeah. And I, I, I was watching, I think I was on episode three or four when I saw it was canceled. And I was like, what's what? Then why do I even continue to watch it? Move on. I'm done. And I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Mac, you made that <laughs> joke the other day about 1899. It's the only reason you're watching it. You don't really have to get invested. Right. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm what? 10 episodes and I'm done. Right. So, right. <laughs> um, but you brought up an interesting point with Firefly because clearly this isn't a new thing, right? No. Uh, there was another show that I, I don't know if you guys watched, uh, Jericho. 
that I thought was really, really good. That was what, two seasons, three seasons? It was a season two and, and a half. half. Or was it a season and a half? It was a season and a half. Shit was good, um, too. Yeah, they canceled it after the first season. All the fans, you know, rioted. Um, and so they brought it back for a second season, but then canceled it halfway through the second season. Um, but yeah, it was a great show. And, and I think could have been, you know, really taken different places. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess the point is, you know, this is not something new just with streaming services. It's just that, you know, with the sheer number of shows that seem to be coming out on all the different streaming services, it's happening more and more. And, and I know we focused on Netflix and that seems to be the primary one. But I, I know if you guys saw, I sent out the one. It looks like now Peacock for anybody that, you know, wasted the money to subscribe to Peacock um, <laughs> is, is kind of stepping in line and they just canceled the show after one season. So I, I think you're going to start seeing that on a lot of different things. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, we've known for years with the back when it was like the three networks, you know, you had, what do they call it? Uh, is it pilot season or whatever? Mm-hmm. And you well, knew the pilot was, episode and then, yeah, see, you know, one yeah, season. You, you, and, and we knew at that time, I mean, this isn't new. Like we knew KNEW that it can happen if a show doesn't perform. I'm not necessarily taking issue with that. But it seems like Netflix has put it on steroids. Now, I will say, yes, they tend to hand you an extra round of content, you know, pretty consistently. Um, but you get a little gun shy. And I mean, to the article's point about creating, you know, the self <laughs> self-licking ice cream cone of defeat. Um, it's not the first time we've been told Netflix was in a death spiral and here they still are. Right. Yeah. I think they put out good shows. I just continue to be amazed, you know, and I'll use archive 81. Like yeah, that show was buzzing when it came out. I mean, everybody was like, this, this show is so cool. It's different. And then boom, it was gone. Okay, and boom, it's gone. It. And you're just like, there was so much potential energy there. <clears throat> right. It's just gone. And I, I found so, an article. I, Sorry, go ahead, brother. I'll, I'll I, I was going to say, well, I, I think to, to Grinch's point, right. You know, you start looking back at network, television right you know they had the nielsen ratings that was their big barometer for you know how a show fared and whether it was going to continue or not i don't know and i don't know that netflix has even shared you know what their criteria is for what a show you know has to do to to move on because like you said you've got to think that some of these shows like that archive 81 clearly had the buzz and the fan base to warrant at least a second season to wrap things up. Right. Uh, well, I will say this. So uh, thank you for the segue, although you didn't know that's what you were doing. So I found another article by The Direct, and it was actually an interview with Netflix's boss, Peter Friedlander. And they were asking about why do shows get canceled? What's the purpose of canceling a show when, by all accounts, it seems to be doing very well? And they talked about Stranger Things. They talked about the Sandman. And I don't know if any of y'all have watched that. Yeah, I haven't gone back to it because I'm Neil like, what Gaiman's, does it matter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they talked about Wednesday. Grinch, I know you mentioned that. I've watched that as well. And it's funny because they ask him, why do they get canceled? And he doesn't really have an answer. He talks about cancellations are the hardest part of this job, but they are part of this job. And it's something that we've had to accept. And it's tough for us here at Netflix because we feel passionate about all the content that we produce. But when they tried to press him you know, for why, there was no specific reason as to well, why. But I, they, I, Go ahead. Sorry. They mentioned that like if you get on Netflix and you scroll, you see that top 10 movies, top 10 TV shows. And people are like, 
but some of these shows you've canceled have you know, historically trended in that top 10. And he said, that's great. But that is simply for people to find shows, to discover shows and to talk about shows. We don't use that metrics in terms of the popularity of shows that doesn't factor in at the boardroom level. My my guess is the metric they use is money in, money out. Well, if a show show is costing them too much money, they're not going to continue to to produce it. I know I fell in love with one called Marco Polo. I like um, the first season the, of that. Dude, that, that show was amazingly well-written, acted. It was gorgeous. But it cost them something like $250 million an episode or some shit like that. Like, that's not sustainable. Right. But he does go on in the article to say uh, Netflix looks at the long-term viability of shows when making decisions. And their futures are based on esti- on those estimates rather than how a show performed in its initial release stage. So, obviously, he's... He gave very little detail in, in terms of what influences the outcome, but that that was his thing. We don't use that top 10 as a barometer. We simply look at the viability of the future of the show. And so, you know, that's how they use to, to factor it in. Counter to that, and I don't know if you guys saw this, I meant to send it out and I forgot. John Oliver, which we all love, is on HBO. He does last week tonight with John Oliver. He blasted um Warner Brothers Discovery, who is the parent company for HBO, for pulling shows off HBO because now HBO is getting into the same bad habit of canceling shows. And he went on and blasted them for doing it and saying that it was simply a a tax write-off thing, that that was why they were doing it. They were simply trying to appease Wall Street, which I thought was interesting. But he's he's never hesitated from taking a shot at, at his parent company. So Right. Yeah, and I mean, I think, this is... Go ahead, man. You know, I was going to say, I think two things, right? So first, I think, you know, it could be that they, they, these shows become, you know, a problem of their own success, right? I think, Haas, as you mentioned, right? If you have a show that originally gets made, it's probably getting made relatively inexpensive compared to most shows, I would imagine, for a pilot season. Um, but then once it becomes, you know, hugely popular... Your actors are becoming more popular because a lot of times these are not people, you know, well-known actors necessarily. Um, And so their salaries are going to go up. Production value is going to go up. So you can, you know, become a victim of your own success that, you know, now, like you said, we're just not going to invest that kind of money into this show. So we're just going to cancel it. Uh, But then you have, you know, I think the interesting thing is you have shows like uh, Santa Clarita Diet. I don't know if any of you guys watched that on Netflix. Remember the name. Um, You know, first season. Yeah, it was humorous. You know, Drew Barrymore, I think Josh Dumel. Um, but then went on for two more seasons of just useless garbage. And it's yeah. like, well, you guys could keep that after one see, season and, and save a lot of money. That's a great point. Um, you know, that I feel as though these great shows that are out there, they cancel. And then shows that are just, I mean, horrible, just bad, they keep. And I don't understand that. Um, on well, a quick side note, I looked it up. It was $9 million per episode for Marco Polo. I was going to say $250 million. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, that's like a feature, feature film. <laughs> I mean, I, they the don't point, fuck around. I, we got yeah. your point, though. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, but you bring up a good, I mean, that, that, you know, you start looking at some of these things like on uh, Paramount Plus, some of these shows, um, you know, and, and where the fuck did Taylor Sheridan come from, right? I mean, that dude's got like, 20 million shows on that streaming service right now. So, you know, Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, huge name. It's got to be making a lot of money. Like it or not, I'm just saying. Um, 
And then you look at, you know, a couple of the spinoffs. You know, you got Sam Elliott, another big name actor. I'm sure he's getting paid. 1883. Yeah, 1883. Then the, what's the 19? 1923 with Harrison Ford. Ford and uh... um, You've got Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone, which on the flip side, you know, what has he done lately? But I'm sure he's still commanding a pretty penny. He's expendable. Um, oh, was, see what you did there. Um, Mayor of Easttown, which I don't know if any of you guys have watched that yet. Halfway through the first season. Fantastic. Um, but Jeremy again, well, and well, and that may end up, you know, canceling yeah. itself because he yeah. can't, you know, act anymore. But, right. oh, but yeah. again, you know, big, big names that, that, you know, have to be getting paid pretty well to do that. And so you wonder, you know, does CBS have deeper pockets? I would think they do. They've got a bigger parent company probably than the Netflix of its own on its own. Um, well, you know, back to the whole. I don't know where I was going with that. Go ahead. Well, Thank you well for I mean, it's, me it's, out, it's it's cost over time. I mean, I see. I I mean, I follow what you're saying there, and and I guess maybe you know two things. One, when you become an absolute slave to the shareholders of like. You just got to keep making them money and their expectation of how much you're going to make. I mean, it's the same problem that we have with Activision and freaking Call of Duty. Like all they care is how much money they keep making. And yeah, nobody and, cares about and, the creative and, process. And I'm the idiot that keeps showing back up for now, but <laughs> it, it it comes at a cost with the decisions they make with the product they make. And whereas maybe when, and I, I'm speaking out of my ass, the metrics for like that contribute to profitability. Um, Cause we know with like HBO, some of their flagships are a little more tied to do you renew? And you have sometimes people that come and go based on like when well, game of Thrones was back. or so I, I, I have a quick question though on that. Do we consider HBO to be a streaming service? Well, in, the, in, a, in the same vein as say, because I guess you could you could say the same thing about like a Paramount Plus or Peacock, right? They they're tied to a a cable or network television. They just have a streaming component. And yeah. I would think most people. I don't know the metrics, but I would imagine most people access the streaming component more so today than hitting the cable TV version of it. I would agree with that. I just well, it, right, and that was the trend. Everybody moved. Every fucking buddy moved into streaming. And so we went from, you know, one to two, three players in the scene to everybody's carving. Well, like, I mean, my understanding is Disney Plus has not even returned a profit yet. Because they all they all figured out that, you know, because initially it was it was Netflix. Right. And everybody gave because I imagine everybody said fucking streaming. This is not the way of the future. Um, so they gave their content to Netflix. Netflix broadcast it. And became this huge conglomerate. And they said, well, fuck. We can pull all of our content back, start our own streaming service. And so, you know, and we've, uh, I've had this discussion with other people. I don't know if we've had it, right? It, now, you know, the idea of streaming was, you know, you get away from cable. You ditch that huge cable bill. Well, now you've got <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, you know, HBO. Paramount, HBO Max. you got, I mean, at least five main subscriptions right there. At Twenty bucks are, a pop. That are running you right back up to you know, plus your internet service, are running right back up to what you were paying with, uh, you know, cable. So yeah. are are we really saving anything? Now the interesting thing, and and when you pose the question, is HBO a streaming service? Everything you can access on HBO streaming service, you can access on HBO on the cable provider. But is that the case with Disney Plus? I don't think so. 
I don't, I don't. Well, like, and I you think- can't go to the Disney Channel on cable TV and watch the content that is out on Disney Plus. But I don't think you can do that with HBO, right? There's some some shows I think that are strategically for HBO Max. Well, there are I don't HBO think you Max can watch. originals, and they're well, right that you can't that watch on HBO. Yes, the cable well, channel. Okay. I, I, I mean, the other thing. I mean, we talked about this, and I, I, I've said I'm okay with it. You get the one episode a week of a banging show. So you have to have a subscription that goes X number of weeks, months, et cetera. Um, you know, Unless Netflix didn't wasn't always like that of doling out one episode at a time. Maybe select shows, at least that to my recollection. But they I don't think kinda, they've ever done a one show at a you know, one, one episode so. a week show, have yeah, they? I, don't think, so I, I don't. think the last Stranger Things may have been that way. But I just can't no, remember. I, I think it was. Think a, it was. I think it was in chunks. Actually, it, I mean, it, it, yeah, like it was like it was like part one, and then we got two, seven and then we got the last one. Yeah, which was kind of their cheeky way of doing that, right? <laughs> you know, um, and there was that whole thing with Stephen King saying you took the final episode and split it in two, right? Which I remarked, which coincidentally crosses into another month. You know, right? It, <laughs> it, it, it's you know Netflix is. It seems like has always relied on you. Just you just subscribe and it's there. You know, because at any point, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll Netflix be and chill, right? You're just going to find something to watch that night on Netflix. Is it was the expectation, right? And kind of the way culture viewed them as a service, as opposed to with HBO, you knew that show, that one show that you honed in on, whether it was a Westworld, a Game of Thrones, or, or you know something. They, you know, and then the HBO started saying, well, over the calendar year, we're going to strategically lay out what shows come out when, in the hopes that you too just turn it on. And don't care. And, that, and and you bring up a great point, right? Because that, Netflix is the one constant streaming service that I've had, you know, pretty much basically since it came out. Others, you know, it's like you said, you, you subscribe to it for, you know, two months, watch what you want to watch, and then cancel it. And then you wait for the next, you know, block of, you know, any, even if they're coming out, you know, one week at a time, you just wait for them all to drop and, and then watch them. The problem with that is, is when you have popular shows and mm-hmm. the other three of you guys want to talk about it. And I'm like, well, fuck, now I got to sign up and watch it every week because right. otherwise I can't talk to you for a moment. Your, your eye roll, when I said, unless you're Mac, that's exactly what I was referring to is you will wait till shows. You're like, I'm, it's, it's episodic, <laughs> but I'm waiting. Once they're all out, I'm going to get that streaming service for seven days. I'm going to plow through it and then. I'm done. Yeah, I've gotten away from that because again, oh, okay. I, I think well, I think part of it's just lazy, right? Um, <laughs> because it's you know, to remember to go cancel them. Or right. you know, they'll put out a deal like you know, we did Peacock um, you know, back at Christmas time when they were like, you know, it's twelve dollars for a year if you sign up for a whole year. And then they just bill you, you know, 99 cents a month for a whole year. Right. Uh, the same thing with Paramount Plus when we signed up. You know, they're like, you know, if you sign up for the year, we'll give you this huge discount. Um, well, so now you've got the whole year and you, you know, you can kind of go watch everything. Well, I think Netflix did that, that the episodic approach to television, uh, Netflix stayed away from. Like when they recorded it, they released all the episodes at once. You could go in and binge watch. And I think that's where HBO looked at that model and went, yeah, but people like not Mac, but the, the Mac minded individual logs in for seven days, they binge watch everything, and then they're out again. And so they're not a sustainable uh, revenue and, stream. And let's be clear, I'm not the only one doing that. Okay. Of course <laughs> you're not. No, you're <laughs> certainly not. No, yeah, but, I'm, but I'm in I the think, majority, probably. 
HBO looked at that and said, I think that's why we're going to release them episodically so that it forces people, if they're going to track it, have to stay on for a minimum of 10 weeks if it's 10 episodes. And let's be clear, Netflix is the only one that's doing that now. If you look at, you know, Paramount Plus, you know, if you look at Tulsa King or, you know, the mayor of Kingstown, it's a new episode every Sunday. You know, I think HBO's doing it. Hulu's doing it even, right? They don't do mass drops anymore. Netflix is the only streaming provider that I know of that still says, all right, you know, here's 10 episodes of that 90s show. Stay up all night and watch it and then feel horrible about yourself the next day. <laughs> well, and not, maybe not that's, that that happened. <laughs> maybe that's where they do get the analytics very rapidly to make decisions about canceling shows like HBO just released Last of Us. One episode, and it is episodic, so they're going to release them once a week. You have to wait for that show to have been out for a while to generate the stats to make the decision, is it renewable right. or not? Where it, where Netflix releases all 10 episodes, you binge watch or don't, and they go, well, clearly that didn't get hit the way we thought. It's not worth keeping it around. And well, maybe that's why and, they are and, able to make that decision. And, you know, also, I mean, to... You know, to Netflix's credit, I do think they've tried various things. I mean, w we all remember when we were like, Netflix made its own movie. You know, yeah. and, and like that was, you know, going to shake up the well, whole even world, show, right? even TV shows when they first got into that. You know, with yeah, I think what was it? Orange is the New Black was the first, you know, Netflix <laughs> original. I think one of the first Netflix movies I remember was Bright. With That's what I think it Will was. Smith. Mm. Yeah, don't don't it, say t take your name, take his name out of your mouth. <laughs> well, I'm just. I think it was bright because it's okay, Joel up Edgerton. How about that? It was it was Joel Edgerton. Okay, <laughs> was that, Is that good? better? I actually really liked that fucking yeah, I, that I, movie. I, I did. I, I I actually thought there'd be a sequel to be honest. So did I. But, but to the point we're talking about, <laughs> it did not. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it got hammered on in terms of the performance of people and stuff like that in the movie. But I thought it was really good. I was like, okay, yeah, I did too. It was better than I kind expected of, for sure. Yeah, for their kind of inaugural, hey, we've created our own production company and we're going to create a movie. I thought they did very well. Well, and they've also, Netflix never did ads, to my recollection. Not until recently, right? Yeah. because oh, they I mean, do it, it now? I, I, I do it's, think it's a, they... It's I a different subscription. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think there there are options for that now. I didn't but, know that. you know, they never did that before. So in terms of revenue stream, it's straight subscriptions. Right. Um, and, you know... And they all are kind of different. I mean, Disney was making movies and shows and they had their channel and then they just pulled all their content back. Um, now, clearly, Netflix is still negotiating for bringing in other products. Like, I just got, you know, I'm the guy that's like 10 years late coming into Blacklist that I'm currently watching. Me too. But, I'm not even there yet. It's such <laughs> but, a good show, man. Yeah, it is. Um, but the other thing of interest is... I think what I saw was there has not been a single show, maybe other than like one, two that have successfully gotten out from Netflix and been rekindled somewhere else. In other words, if it dies in the Netflix graveyard, it almost always stays there instead Somebody's of trying to buy the rights, right? Instead of somebody, right. which maybe means they're asking for too damn much. I don't right. know. Which then makes you go, well, if you know the valuation of it, why'd you cancel it? If you're asking too much for somebody else to buy it. Yeah, that's just speculation. I don't know. Um, you know, and it's interesting because in the first two quarters of 2022, Netflix was hemorrhaging subscribers at a prodigious rate. 
and people were just bouncing from Netflix. They managed to write the ship in the latter half of the year. But now because of this cancel culture, whatever we're calling it, they're looking to now lose more subscribers because people are just, they're jumping ship because they're just canceling shows that people, Warrior Nun and so on and so forth, you know, 1899, things like that. And people are like, this is ridiculous. This is bullshit. I'll take my business elsewhere. If I, Mac, as you said, if I'm going to be paying the kind of money I'm paying for these <laughs> services, I'll go somewhere else. But, but where else are you going to go? I mean, who else is creating that much original content? Amazon. That is really good. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon Prime is. Yeah, and they don't seem to cancel nothing. I mean, uh, and Apple. Ex- oh, well, yeah, Apple. yeah, Apple's got yeah. some good stuff. You're right. What, and I mean, and, and a point I was going to make earlier is, um, Mac, when you were kind of talking about profits and Haas, is an Apple or an Amazon has so many other revenue streams, they may decide the profit margin for a particular service isn't as important to them. They may say that's a very fair a five point. to ten or whatever percent. I, again, I don't know numbers. No, that's a fair point. That's a really you know good because point. the company isn't going to go under. Like worst right. case is they just they just shut the whole thing down. Netflix doesn't have a choice to sustain its vi- viability. It has to get the model right, and Amazon can clearly. Oh well, yeah, because they're bringing they, they've got other revenue streams from yeah. that. They, they, can take, they, can, they can take getting the shorts and not even blink. Yeah, look at well, the cost of Rings of Power. Yeah, you know it was. It, it probably is two hundred fifty million. <clears throat> Talking ridiculous, but yeah, you look at Disney. Disney has so many other revenue streams from you know production and parks and uh, merchandising that Netflix doesn't have all that. You but, know, but tell me, what is it on Disney Plus that everybody's watching? Right. I mean, well, outside of uh, the Mandalorian, me, it's the it's the Mandalorian stuff. It's the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, for me. And then um, Marvel. Uh, there was Moon Knight. Wandavision. Moon, Moon Knight was good. The Wandavision. She, Loki. She She Hulk yeah. was actually pretty funny. That was cute. But I don't know that that was uh, getting the same. Marvel. I mean, you know, it's a niche group that's coming to watch that, right? It's not just you know everybody. Now, I mean, I will say the Mandalorian was probably. You know, much larger because they tapped into a time around Christmas when they could sell Baby Yoda shit to everybody. <laughs> and you know, look, I bought into it. I'm not going to lie, but uh, you know, other than that, everything else is, you know, a group of people that is truly, you know, dug into the Star Wars franchise or the Marvel franchise, right? Yeah, but they're also it's not your average viewer. No, but they're also connecting their parks to that very thing that you know they create the mandalorian and they have the star wars and the marvel universes and then they add that into their theme parks now you're you know you're getting to see it on tv then you're going to the theme parks to experience it in person and then the merchandise aspect but again that's all those are all things netflix is lacking they don't have that that extra revenue stream it's it's their service or it's nothing well, they never really needed it, right? I mean, no. You look at where they started; they were they were DVD subscription, right? right so they, they got them in. They the ran mail. Blockbuster out of town, right? You know, and, mm-hmm. and Hollywood Video and every other mom and pop shop, and then they you know pivoted to do streaming, and they were the only player in the game for that. So the question is going to be: Will they pivot again? I think or will they, they die? Or, or just kind of go stay. Well, we're, well, no, we can't forget, die. Yeah, like you said, we can't forget it used to be you could have this many discs at a time. Right. And you couldn't order anything else until you sent something back. <laughs> right. Yeah. The interesting thing, and I don't know if any of you have seen this. Uh, do you remember when Netflix, it was maybe two, 
two years ago, three years ago, when they did the Banner Snatch, and it was the interactive movie, the choose mm. your own adventure style. Yeah. It was a Black Mirror. I, I, I heard about it, Black, but I never yeah, heard it was it was a Black Mirror Banner Snatch. Yeah. And so you would watch it, and it would get to very specific points in the movie, and you could go left or right, and you had to choose, and it would dictate the story for you in terms of the outcome, which I thought was and, a very. And, and how many more movies have they or TV shows have they made like that? Zero. So clearly that was, I mean, again, I'm assuming they pulled the metrics on it and found that, you know, it was not. Well, you know, I, I watched it. The, option. Yeah. I watched it the first time and I'm choosing the adventure, blah, blah. I was like, Oh, this is great. And then you get to a point where you die if you choose wrong and you have to start. Now, did you go back? Over. I was going to say, did you go back <laughs> and, and keep doing it until you got to the very, very end? No, I, I when I realized you it just started say, me back this. over, I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going through right. this again. I'm not wasting an hour choosing because I don't know where my choice led me astray, which choice it was. That's the problem. But now they've got this interactive trivia game. Have any of you seen this? I've seen it. Haven't tried it. Okay. I tried it and it's, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I mean, I get it. You think, well, this is maybe the evolution of your platform, more interactive shit. But I was just like, no. And, and I will say, I mean, I hardly ever discourage trying out things. I mean, if you're a business, it's a new idea, never been done before. Yeah. And, and, I, and I do want to make sure I work this in before or, you know, with before we wrap up, which is Netflix has put out some really damn good shows. And I do want to give them credit for that. I don't know that we would have ever seen a Stranger Things or seen some of these new actors come on the scene or get mm -hmm. second chances like Netflix has done. So I, I give them a ton of credit and I want them, I want them to keep putting out great yeah. content because I mean, I enjoy it. Uh, Peaky Blinders, you know, like it's got some awesome stuff that we've seen over the years. And, and I, I Umbrella Academy, like I want that stuff. Uh, I just don't want to get to where I get really jaded. Because they don't have what you're wanting. I mean, that or I'm like, it's not going to last. You know, I'm like in it as I'm watching it. I'm like, it's not going to last. Right. Yeah. You know, just, just give up. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of our favorite. Everybody here have Apple. Yes. Uh, I don't right now, but I have in the past. <laughs> not at the moment, but I will at some point. And I know how uh, spring, spring 2023. Yeah. Right. Have Apple have again. <laughs> if they were to, if they were to cancel that show. La Ted Lasso, if they were to cancel that show, I'd have no reason to keep Apple because it's the well, only they, they, reason. They've I... are, no, no. Hold on. Two things. Two things. They've already okay. said season three is the last season for now. I mean, yeah. they have they have no plans to bring it back after that. And that's fine. But if so, they canceled it after season two, if they came out tomorrow and said right. we, we didn't do it, I would cancel my subscription. There'd be no reason. But that's not true it. because they're going to be the only provider for MLS this year. So you'll have to keep a subscription. <laughs> I'm sorry, so that you'll be the only watch. subscriber for exactly. what? <laughs> your exactly. your Orlando soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um I mean, I will did, say did, did, did the they, only reason I have Hulu Live TV is because of college, college football. football and after the Super Bowl. I, I canceled Hulu Live, yeah, right after the uh, <laughs> college football season ended. Uh, right. I watch college football and I watch the occasional Premier League games that are not on Peacock that they show on. Hulu, Peacock. I watch. And then hockey is the other reason I watch that I keep Hulu. Um, but yeah. But you can get hockey with just Hulu and ESPN Plus. You don't have to have Hulu Live to get, I mean, to get some of the hockey matches you do. See, here's what you we get need a to good do. Chunk we, all, we all start talking about what we're interested in. We optimize. 
and just get a service that does all. <laughs> but see, that is part of the problem with these services is it, there is no optimization of what you want. You've got to go to different places. Mm-hmm. Haas is, you know, if he wants Mandalorian, he's got to go there. We want Ted Lasso. We got to go to Apple. You want Stranger Things. You got to go to Netflix. You want Game of Thrones or House of Dragons? You got to go what, to HBO. Well, and that was the point what, I brought up well, earlier, right? Was, you know, it used to be that all of these companies would, you know, license out their content to Netflix. Until they realize there's a shit ton of money to be made here. Right. Let's pull all of our content back in house and start up our own streaming service. Bingo, bingo. What I've started doing is through Apple, uh, you can buy movies and buy television shows. And so I just wait a lot of times and buy the shows I want to watch. You can do that with Amazon Prime too, I think, or Prime Video, but. But then yeah, how, I mean, much, I, you, how much I, have you invested in, you know, however many shows you buy? I, and not I, could, all shows... I could buy a really nice sports car for what I have spent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't think you can buy like, you know, like Netflix shows. You can't buy on Apple, I don't think. So you would still have to have Netflix. You would still have to have Hulu, probably to get the Hulu originals. You, you mean uh, like the Netflix produced film? Y- yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Like I'm talking Netflix originals, Hulu originals, you know. Paramount Plus originals, you would still have to go to them if you wanted to watch those. Yeah, I mean, they're going to keep certain gems tight to the best, you know, and I get it. Honestly, I don't know that I would give them up either because it isn't about, hey, I just want a lot of people watching this. It's I want a lot of people watching this on my platform. Right. (laughs) You know, but wouldn't it make wouldn't it make sense if you're like, let's say Marvel. Uh, what were the ones after they Disney started? It was um, one of the two, the the last Marvel movies that the the back to back Infinity, Infinity War. War and Endgame, I think Endgame, is, right? Yeah. So those were those were actually licensed to Netflix, and once those licensings ran out, they were going to roll them to Disney Plus. But if you're Disney Plus, would it not benefit you to have that contract in place on other platforms? I mean, Netflix is paying you to air it on their platform, and it can be watched there. And, 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 you know, this is the kind of thing that like, I imagine in some boardroom meetings, there's a person who's like, Hey, just think about it. Wouldn't it, wouldn't you get a wider viewership that might pull them in to want to watch all the other movies? Right. And there's somebody in the room going, no, I don't want to. And that's a decision, <laughs> you know, cause yeah. unless you can prove it in metrics, it's going to work. It's, it's too, it's too much money that they think is being lost to risk it. Have they not well, reviewed the taste clusters? Right. Just to see. I, I mean, let's be honest. And I would be this way too. I'm sure you don't get rewarded for being risky at that level. You need a steady ship that is yielding profits and it's got an upward trajectory. Because you're answering you, to shareholders. shareholders. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, what's his fuck? Uh, Iger. Is that who it Bob was? Iger. Bob that Iger. Took you over. Know, yep. took over. Yeah. At Disney because they didn't like where things were headed. Right. And I did see the chief financial officer has said they expect Disney Plus to generate an operating profit sometime in fiscal 2024. But what does that even look like in terms of how much they've invested oh, well, in the this platform? Is a, this is a dated article, actually. That's from 2020. Well, November 2022. So not too old. Not too old. Uh, and again, what, what do they... A dollar on the right side of the fence is profitability. But what are they talking about being profitable? Well, I mean, this is an LA Times article dated November 8th. Disney Plus keeps growing fast, but streaming loses $1.5 billion. Now, that's enough to, that's enough to well, get my attention. But it, yeah, we're, this but is totally. Look at, 
Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, but you also look at, you know, all of these streaming services now getting into the bidding wars for, you know, and I, I, I mentioned MLS, you know, and, you know, you had a chuckle and that's all well and good, but there was also direct, uh, not, not direct TV, um, used to be only on direct TV, Sunday ticket where you had, you know, Google NFL. and yeah, the NFL, Google and Apple getting into a bidding war, uh, at which Google finally won to carry you know, Sunday ticket on YouTube TV, uh, I think in 20, starting in 2023. And Amazon owns um, the rights to Thursday night football, I think. Thursday Amazon night Prime. But then you also look at, you know, Apple owns the rights to Friday night baseball. Um, they get to air one game a week. Um, I don't know, you know how they picked that Friday game, night baseball a big thing? <laughs> Apparently it's big enough that they invested in it. So. Okay. <laughs> They wanted some part of the sports market, and that's what they got. That's Friday how they, they cracked that door, I guess. And there you go. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I was like, I, well, I'll fill, fill in time here real quick. Um, Disney, no, my point was important. God it, 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 it's still important. You Thank need you. to say it in a second. Okay. Uh, Disney's direct-to-consumer division, which also includes Hulu and ESPN+. Plus. We haven't really said that um, specifically, but it's... Um, on Tuesday, and this was again dated November 8th, reported an operating loss of nearly $1.5 billion, more than doubling its loss of $630 million during the same quarter a year earlier. Um, they have surpassed 235 million subscribers, but this is also where, uh, we haven't really addressed this specifically, um, companies start tinkering with their monthly fee. Um, so Disney Plus raised its monthly fee by $3 to 11 starting in November, in December, or there's an $8 version with ads. Thank you for doing that because now I remember what I was going to say. The other issue in terms of loss of revenue is password sharing, mm -hmm. right? Which I know like Netflix just sent out a thing. They're cracking down in the first quarter of 2023 on password sharing, multiple users using the same account. I mean, I don't know what the viability of that is to be able to really do that. Because like my wife and I were talking about, I was like, but what if we go to your parents and we're sitting around like, oh, let's watch this movie on Netflix. And I use my login at their house. I mean, I'm sitting there and I use my login. Is that illegal? Yeah. See, I don't see that as password sharing until no. you leave and leave that logged in for them to continue watching shows. I, I'm just saying. Hoss looks like a cat what over the there fuck batting, are you doing? batting around a bug. There's, yeah, no, there's <laughs> like a little red in. laser on his screen. <laughs> um, oh, or but like by we, and large, like I we don't. Did. You know, if you I log leave, in at a hotel, yeah, yeah. If I if I leave, I don't I don't log out when I leave my parents. I'm I'm not even thinking that way. Then you are technically sharing your password and breaking their. You know, they're losing. I their breaking the law, but well, you know. I, I mean, I don't I don't know how the backside determines that I suspect it's concurrent logins. Cause we have like a family plan that we do so that the girls can log in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think a standard um, gives you two logins and you can bump right. up to like four. Yeah. Um, so I think but, there's that, but I think it's also, um, you know, like I'll, I'll take, I'll use Spotify. For example, I connected to a different Bluetooth and I got an email. that's like your Spotify has logged in under this Bluetooth device did you do it? You know, kind of thing. So I, I know that there's, I know the software is there to see how much is active or connected. I just wonder if it's looking for it to all be active. Right. Well, and and I think you mentioned a great point, right? Is that if you read, if you really read the fine print, it says, it actually says that you are supposed to be 
at the same address. You're supposed to live at the same address for sharing. Now, how do you, you know, I, I have no doubt that they can with geolocation and that kind of shit, you know, where you're, you're. Yeah. Cause but, IP addresses are telling them everything. Yeah. They know. Yeah. They know everything. And, and, but if you say, if you look at it and say, well, you know, yes, my daughters are at college right now, but they technically live at my address. So they should be able to use it. Well, and what you do know, you do it's, for it gets the, kind of a gray area. What do you do for the person who travels? What do you do right. for, what do you do if, uh, like for, uh, uh, yeah. for instance, uh, brother Van Gelder, you know, he's, he's a truck driver, right? you know, so he's not, he's not streaming that stuff in the same place every day. I think day. you meant Scruffy Gomez. Okay. Yeah. Scruffy Gomez. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. But, but I, th I think you also brought up another point, Grinch, yes, right? Please. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> You see a lot of people now, or I mean, I think almost all of the streaming services have opted into a ad-based plan as well, right? You know, so because that was the problem, right? The the cost just kept going up and up and up and up to offset all of these uh, original shows they were doing and people were complaining. So they said, well, that's fine. You know, we'll give you a cheaper version, but we're going to offset it by showing ads and that's how we'll get back our money. How many people? Um, how many people do the no ads? I, I, well, ads. Netflix is no ads. <laughs> um, I do. I do ads on Hulu, Peacock, and Paramount Plus. The the only and it's tough, but yeah, the only service that hasn't broken me yet is YouTube. Because every time they offer that premium, where I don't get ads, you're thinking about. I it. just laugh at myself because I'm like, how it. is it? I'm so solid in my position relative to YouTube, and then you, Yet, you take the, the ads show, with YouTube. It shit shows up on Hulu. I, like I lose my damn mind, you know, because when you're watching live TV, you're like, fucking regular commercials. This sucks. Yeah, we're just like ads are like fucking stoplights. Okay, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they shouldn't exist. Uh, um, yeah, and again, I think we got off on a tangent in terms of like what our topic was was the the cancel culture. Of a lot of these streaming services just kind of canceling these these shows that by and large seem to be successful and seem to be doing well and it doesn't seem that they have a or at least it's they're not releasing it publicly a viable answer as to why they're doing it whatever their metrics are whatever their justification is as i said friedlander the boss at ceo basically said well it's part of the job okay cool but why are you making that decision because you're potentially going to lose viewers, subscribers. Um, so should there not be a better justification than it's just part of the job? You know, and it's just, happening at HBO. It's clearly happening at Peacock, which is, is NBC. That's NBC's, right? I, yeah. yeah, correct. I yeah. mean, again, like we, we said, every every provider does it. I mean, Netflix is, is just kind of the the flavor they're, they're of the, the daddy. period right yeah is is you know absorbing most of the ire because we get kind of passionate about shows like you could cancel ncis all fucking day long because there's like 37 uh, and no, I you wouldn't wouldn't shit. because the <laughs> folks at the retirement community would fucking right. burn that place down uh so. i'd like to see him try <laughs> but i have not heard like <laughs> apple doing it is, is that something apple does Do they cancel shows because i haven't heard that they're canceling ted lasso no, they're not. Say that, no, they're not. You made it. very Fair specifically pointed out that they're not. They're not canceling it. Okay. Thank you. I mean, but is that I, that's not something I've heard on their platform where they're doing I, I'm it. I'm sure I they have. In fairness to the question, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, do they have enough content that 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 is that outside of Ted Lasso that is that, you know, something that you would gravitate to that much, that you would care that much about it? I Fair don't point. know. Fair point. And, and you may be right there. 
they, they just don't have enough content to be even worrying about that. No, I mean, I think they have some content, right? But it, yeah, it's just not anything that it's like, oh my God, I can't believe they canceled it. It's like, right. eh, okay, yeah, I can do without that. That's okay. That's all right. But again, Ted Lasso, like you said, they're not canceling it. It was a very specific arc of three seasons. And when it's done, I probably won't watch Apple TV after that because right. that's the only reason I hang on to it. So it is what it is. Um, any final thoughts before we jump out of here? Cancel culture on Netflix and streaming services. I, I no, will say I'm, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. So it's irritating. It disappoints <laughs> and me you're at still times. Gonna but watch. I'm still here. I've got, so. Yeah, I've got subscriptions to every damn one of them. Sucks <laughs> so. like I just have to get through 1899. I know there's so, not a season two. That's I had it. to work. I had to work up some faux outrage here. <laughs> <laughs> you did well with it. You did well yes. with it. Now I do like Warrior Nine. I've never I seen do. it. It's it's yeah. on the list now that you sent out that, and now that I know I've only got to watch three ep- three seasons of it, <laughs> I, I'll invest my time in it. Jesus, but you know, Look. I mean, you know, a couple of few seasons is not is not bad, right? Like you can you can get some enjoyment out of a couple of few seasons. It's this bullshit where they give you one season of a really good and show and, they go, and they're like, "We're done," and you're like, "Wait, but but the story's not over." Yeah, you set, you, you set us up. You know, it's like the what was it well, like Lucy used to take the ball away from Charlie Brown. I guess that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah and I, the, I think we've talked about it before, right? You know, gone are the days that you know you'll have a a show that goes, you know, eleven seasons. What like you know, Friends or Frasier, Cheers, Grey's Anatomy, great NCIS, NCIS. Some, some well, but NCIS is one of those where like Law and Order, right? Where you know, I don't know how long initials, but you've got like <laughs> 10 spinoffs now, right? And I don't know that I count those each. Dick Wolf you know, Productions. The original. CSI. <laughs> you say Dick Wolf. That's your name, Dick Wolf. That's your law and order. Because I love justice and I love files. Justice. When they come together, I blow a justice load. Thank you, Dinko. Well, because it's very it's very clear what you're getting, right? The first 30 minutes is the law. And the second thirty minutes it is, is the, the order. order. It's a cookie cutter <laughs> thing, and even Ice Tea can. And it, it worked, out. and it worked. Hey, nine um, seasons of Blacklist. I'm committed. But okay, but that's so a long time. There's so something that's twenty episodes, probably because that's that was still, you know, when they were doing twenty season. Uh, I think we're on episode episode ten. Yeah, and it's still it's not ten episodes one. anymore, right? It's you know, it's still so season one. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you, you might be a little gray by the time you finish that. So that's what gray. I look for. I'll be gray. honest. When I'm looking <laughs> at a TV series, I'm looking for plenty of episodes, plenty yep. of seasons, Same. in the hope See, that it's good and it's worthwhile, then I can just keep watching. But the I'm problem I that. have with that, though, is if I do something like that, and you'll probably, you, you know, you guys tell me if you've run into this, right? You know, by the time you get to season five of, say, like seven seasons, you're like, fuck, I got to take a break and watch something else for a little while. I'm, I'm bored of this. Yeah, I do that, that. I do that. And then I don't ever go back to it. Right. <laughs> or you go back to it and you're like, I don't remember what was going on. I got to go rewatch the last season yes. again to figure I've out what's that, going on. Again. But I will too. say this, that the value of the depth of a show is that, and this is, this is what hooked me into the MCU is there are consequences that actually account that pay out over time or play out over time. And that's why, like, I never gave a shit about the 37th iteration of the Batman. Although I will say the last one was freaking, I thought good. The Batman. Christopher. Yeah. I thought with, um, William Pattinson. Yes. I really enjoyed it. I also thought Christopher Nolan's take on it was excellent, but you, you just don't care. Like, cause you know, nobody's really going to die. I mean, they brought Superman back. I got it. 
But that's what I think DC got wrong is they didn't they didn't really build into it the right way. Now, I, I quick tangent is I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of stumbled into building the great universe once they saw Iron Man be successful and so on. And then they laid out all these phases, and it's almost like it's overwhelming now. You're like, fuck. And what? it's irritating because yeah, there, there's so much this to that to that. Yeah, I, there's so much in the MCU now that I, I've lost interest. And I know we've it, mentioned I can't this. keep up with it all. Yeah, I know we've, I've mentioned this on this show. It's one of the things that pissed me off about um, Doctor Strange and the you know multiverse of madness. Thank you. Is if you didn't watch WandaVision, there was no frame of fucking reference because you you leave one movie of Marvel and Wanda is a very specific character in infinity war and Endgame, and then suddenly when it comes back in dr strange you're going what like i was because i didn't watch wandavision so the, it made no sense to me what was going on and that's the one thing i don't like is they force you to have to watch all of their ip to then tie it back to another movie i'm like i don't want to have to do that i want to be able to watch that movie as a standalone movie and enjoy it, eat my popcorn, drink my soda. And that's the one thing Marvel has now tied themselves to, which I don't like. Yeah, and I, and I want to be respectful of your editing time. I think we can come back and have a whole discussion around the Marvel because we're, we're going way <laughs> off topic here. Absolutely. So, um, so let's wrap this one up. So final thoughts. Grinch loves it. He's he's fucking hates commercials, but he's not going to shy away from Netflix and I'm too their stupid cancel to culture. You he's, can't yeah, make me. He's doing it. Uh, Haas, I assume uh, pretty much the same for you. You're going to continue to just power through and hope that they don't cancel your favorite shows. I mean, it agitates me, but they've been canceling shows. I mean, even when it was on network the television, right? Time. So, yeah. Yeah. They're going to cancel it. And then they're going to bring out another one that you're going to get invested in and then cancel that. And then, right. you know, it's a I mean, vicious if, cycle. If, if this is the worst problem I have to deal with on a week in and week out basis, what a, yeah, what a, blessing, what, 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 know, what an amazing it. life. They're first world <laughs> problems, but they're your problems, buddy. Right. So, so they're, they're important. And Mac, we know what Mac's going to do. He's going to cancel all of his services until a show is, has come out. Then he's going to do his seven day free fucking trial. Binge I got, watch, cancel. <laughs> I got like a hundred email addresses right now. Cause you know, you got to set up a new email address. Every it's a pain seven in the ass. Times. It, it really is. It? But you know, I'm that fucking cheap. <laughs> Get, here's all i'll say to netflix i don't i, I can i i'm indifferent about warrior none but if you could bring the oa back and close that story out you got and, me and make a sequel to bright i'd like, I, to I'd like somebody to come back mm -hmm. and bring back uh, jericho <laughs> that was on your list of top shows wasn't it, it that was, was on my list That's of top shows that was a really really good show it'll come i out, think they could have done a lot it'll more come out yet. right after if, the the firefly reboot how about that back, <laughs> yeah right uh check out revolution the revolution. I think I started that one. I got to go back uh, and finish that. That was that was also like Jericho. It was really yeah. good. Couple seasons, and they did it have Lars? Story. Did it have Lars Ulrich's brother in it? I don't. <laughs> I don't recall. What about Johnny Manziel? <laughs> Money Man Manziel. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and wrap it up there. We've we've said all we needed to say. Netflix is doing what Netflix does. We'll see how it all pans out. Unfortunately, if you get invested in a show and they cancel it. It is what it is. I mean, they're the, making their decisions. Their taste clusters have dis dictated mm -hmm. what they're doing, and uh, it either works or it doesn't. Yeah. Hopefully, Netflix they don't... is doing what they do, which is just taking all of our money, and we happily give it to them. That's right. And if yeah. you bitch and complain, but you know, our, our our account gets debited seventeen bucks a month every month. If you want a show worthwhile, check out Barry on HBO. Mm -hmm. Google Barry. The algorithm 
if you want a great take on this whole thing because it's exactly. freaking hilarious. We could have just aired that and been done with it. But yeah. hey, here we are. Uh, I, obviously, I love doing this with you guys regardless. So uh, for all you listeners at home, feel free to check out our website, aspirateddebate.com. All of the drinks that we have here, all of our episodes are in the vault, 168. Uh, the number is growing weekly, so feel free to check them out. If you are behind, catch up. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, feel free to do it at a spirited, uh, the four horsemen at a spirited debate.com. I apologize. The four horsemen at a spirited debate.com. Uh, or you can, you know, don't forget. And we aired this last episode. If you have a movie that you think Mac needs to watch Mac bottom zero zero three at gmail.com <laughs> drop that movie there. He will get it. We will put it on his list and we will absolutely get together and we will binge watch these movies so that he gets caught up on all the movies he's missed out in his misspent youth. Uh, so obviously as always, gentlemen, love doing this with you week in and week out. I miss you guys. Wish we were sitting in the same room, but we're not, we're here. Haas, I know you're traveling back to Austria very shortly. You know, we'll see how things go once you get back. It'll it'll be different with you being 5,000 miles away, but we will still enjoy it nonetheless. Gentlemen, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Love you guys. You guys. We'll do this Love again you next yeah, week. thank you. information or opinions expressed during the Aspirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host or guest may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of Aspirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.